Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com using the promo code LOCKED15. Your Locked On Maple Leafs. Your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. From the boys with the basketballs, we, the North, have championed the North Division. Yes, we have Bonesy. Yes, we have that call courtesy of TSN 1050 as Joe Bowen calls the game winner and the division clinching game as the Maple Leafs defeat the Canadians by a score of 3-2. to two, A comeback victory, a massive W that puts the exclamation point on the year and allows the Maple Leafs and all of Leafs Nation to call ourselves the Kings of the North, at least for the regular season. For the regular season. In order to legitimately put that stake in the ground, to call ourselves that, we probably are going to have to win this division in the playoffs, which I feel good about. I feel real good about it. All right. So with today's podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the division win and, and how good it feels and you know last time it had happened and how historical this really is. Um, we got some Leafs roundup, discuss the the injury updates to Anderson, Felino, Hyman, kind of like we did last time. And uh, Jack Campbell nominated as the Leafs Bill Masterton uh, nominee. So that that's exciting. We'll talk about that a little bit and Sheldon Keefe shedding some light maybe on the fact that he's quite ready to call Campbell his starter going into the playoffs, which we kind of expected was going to happen, but it sounds like Keith is also now officially like putting it out there to the media. Basically, wink, wink. Yeah, he's going to be our starter. And then we'll take it around the league a little bit. You know, the, the playoffs have all been set except for here in the North Division. Uh, that one between technically the Flames still have a, a chance. I think Vancouver, too, um, as long as, as Montreal loses out and one of those two teams win out. Then, uh, then they can make the playoffs, but I doubt that's going to happen. Um, so we'll go around the league, talk about some of the other other um, playoff matchups that are set in stone here, and Bill Daly talking about how soon the playoffs can actually start, which was a big shock and surprise to me. So I'll let you guys know when that is. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about McDavid's 100-point game and how special that was over the weekend, too. How great of a Saturday night was that? You watch the the Maple Leafs just absolutely kill it against the, the Canadians. Big-time W, got the win, clinched the division, and then a, you know about an hour and a half later, McDavid scores 100 points. It was a good, fun uh, Saturday night, like the last big Saturday night of the NHL schedule and a couple of big-time accomplishments to watch. And then at the end, I did a locker room last or uh, over the weekend and played some Leafs trivia with uh, with the, the people who joined. And I'm going to play the trivia. And, and what I did was I waited a few seconds before I gave out the answer for those who can kind of think about it. And, and then they put the answer in the chat. So you can play along, too. And then let me know how you guys did later on. So... Yeah, let, let's get to it though. Let's get to today's show because uh, I don't. It's 
maybe a little longer than usual, and I don't want to take up too, too much time. But the Maple Leafs, obviously, with a massive, massive victory on Friday, got the win, got the two points, and uh, was able to clinch a division here and are now the division winners for the first time since the year 2000. It's been 21 years since the Maple Leafs clinched the division. 21 years. Uh, I'll be quite honest with you. I wasn't even a hockey fan back in 2000. I was six years old. I didn't really know what was going on in in the world when the time that this happened. And uh, this is really the first, like, Leafs division win that I I can celebrate and I can vividly remember. I, like, liked hockey. I think when my uncles watched it, I'd say, you know, oh, go, go, Leafs, go. But I didn't really know what was going on. But this time I do. And, And I really, really do. And I understand because it's been so long, pretty much throughout my whole fandom life, how the Leafs haven't won, how special this season actually has been. And it's not even just like there's some people saying the only reason why they won is because they're in the North Division. If they were in any other division, they wouldn't have won. Take what happened last year. You know, they they lost and they've been losing to Boston. They lost to Tampa. And, and, and the same thing would have happened this season. I don't know if I subscribe to that because you take a look at what, what Tampa had to do, uh, not play Kucherov. They had... Um, they finished third in their division, second second in their division, uh, behind Florida and, and Carolina. So they didn't even win the division. As far as Boston goes, I think that Toronto is a better team than Boston this year. And realistically, I think Toronto would have had an opportunity to win it anyways. Their roster is just so good. Like, the, the way that this team was built this year is unlike any other year. So just to say that because they're in the North Division where the teams aren't as good and it was a much easier path to the division title than some other other teams doesn't mean that this team doesn't deserve it or doesn't mean that they, they aren't having an exceptional season. Both can be true that it may have been a little bit of an easier path, but they still are definitely a good enough team to win a division title regardless. So that's just absolute crap that I keep hearing and, and I'm seeing out there on, on the Twitter sphere and, and on Facebook pages and fan pages and all that. Um, I, I, this this Maple Leafs team is really good. They are absolutely phenomenal. You got Austin Matthews, the best goal scorer in the game today, going out there, ripped 40 goals in 53 games and you got Mitch Marners and shotgun to him. You have two franchise players. Tavares is a franchise player for Pete's sake, and he's really upped his game as of late heading into the playoffs too. So you've got yourself three absolute surefire franchise players leading this team up front. You look at the way that they've built this back end this season. You got Morgan Riley and TJ Brody who have been, I would say, uh, extremely reliable on a night-to-night basis. There have been some nights where I've been, ah, I didn't quite love that pairing. You know, Riley made a couple of mistakes here. But I don't think we actually discuss how much we appreciate TJ Brody and the stability that he brought to this to uh, to this first pair. Like, Riley last year really struggled because there was no consistency. Played with Brody a little bit. You know, he swatted over, was playing a little bit with Muzzin. He had some some had to play with Cody CC. Like there was just a lot of different guys he had to try and play with. He was playing through injuries and all that. But this year they stayed healthy. Hopefully they still can. Let's knock on some wood here. And uh, and they've been reliable. And, and not just those two. Like the top four have really been set in stone all year long. Riley Muzzin, and then or sorry Riley Brody, and then Muzzin and Hall. That those have been your top four, and they've been great. 
absolutely exceptional. Justin Hall really bursts onto the scene here and, and, and helped with that stability of giving this team a legitimate top four, top two pairings that can kind of do it all, right? Like, they don't have that uh, quarterbacking, elite, you know, defenseman like you think of when you think about maybe Quinn Hughes out in Vancouver or or Adam Fox or Kale McCarr. They don't have that. But they have four solid, solid defensemen to me. So I really do believe that that the Maple Leafs earned what they got this year. And I didn't even bring up the fact that they got literal potential Hall of Famers in Spezza and, and, and a definite Hall of Famer and Joe Thornton playing in their bottom six, playing on their, their fourth line just for that added little bit of depth. They bring in Nick Felino midway through the year. You have Jack Campbell playing at an unbelievable rate. Like this team has had just kind of a lot of things go right for them, but this team was built to win. And they've done that here in the regular season, and I think they're built to win even more so in the playoffs. And that is exactly what Sheldon Keefe and Kyle Dubas have been trying to do. So not only can we celebrate the fact that they're division winners, but we need to also be proud of the fact that this team is built to win. It's not just because they're in the Canadian division. Like I said, this team is built to win, and they're going to win and have a mega opportunity to put an exclamation on this season. And once they make it out of the Final Four, yep, call my shot. Babe Ruth, they're making it out of the Final Four here. They're definitely going to dummy the Canadians. And then I don't care who comes out with the other outcome, whether it's Winnipeg, whether it's Edmonton. They haven't been able to beat Toronto yet either this year. They're going to come out of this division, and then they're finally going to get the opportunity to show the rest of the NHL that the Maple Leafs are for real. Stop degrading us because we play in the North. This team is legit. We got goal scorers. We got a goalie who's playing out of his mind. We got a great crop of defensemen that has really bought in. And the coaching staff has got this team buying in defensively as a whole team defense. The only thing that's not really cooking on this team right now is the power play. But that's fine because they go and score four or five goals at five on five because they're so good and so skilled. Once that power play does start ticking, and I'm telling you, it's going to burst. The pipe will burst at some point, and then this team is going to be complete. And if that happens, or when that happens, they could beat anyone in this league. So let's celebrate the fact that they're division winners because they deserve it. Because this team is just that good. And, like I said, it's the first time that they've been able, that you as fans have been able to celebrate them since 2000. Before that, 1960s. They won a cup sooner than than the second last time that we've celebrated them as division winners. Since all this massive expansion into the league, the Maple Leafs have only won... Stand, one division title since major expansion. Just one. This inks number two. So don't let, if you're a Leafs fan and you're reading the comments on social media or you got buddies who are friends of other teams or friends of the Oilers or friends of whoever who just keep saying, yeah, you only won because you're in, in, in the North. It doesn't really count. Screw that. It counts. It 100% counts. And when we go up there and we go down to America for the Final Four and we start whooping their ass, that's going to count too. 
All right. I am jacked up, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely jacked up. I'm going to take a quick break here. When we return, let's chat about uh, the the what's going on with Felino, with Hyman Anderson, and uh, talk a little bit about Jack Campbell basically being um, the starter going forward by Sheldon Keefe. So we'll take one more. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get to all that lease content here on the Lockdown Lease Podcast. Stocks, beams, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first 5000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. All you need is 500 get started. Grow your wealth in an easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first 5,000 managed free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's W E L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Leafs podcast. Mike DiStefano with you, the host of this program. And just remember, this is a daily Maple Leafs podcast, so make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcast from so you can get that Leafs content directly to your phone. Um, and the playoffs are coming. Don't miss a moment here on the Locked On Leafs podcast. All right, let's get some updates here on some of the players. So we'll start with uh, Sarah Felino, who spoke to media today, said he's pretty pretty close, but not quite ready yet. Same with Hyman. So they're both progressing well. I would imagine that we don't see Hyman until the playoffs. We might see Felino this week. They got two games left. I wouldn't be shocked if, if Felino's able to get into uh, into one more game. But Hyman, I, I, I anticipate them holding him out and giving him a couple more days to uh, to really get, get going. As far as Freddie Anderson goes, listen, I think we can all agree that our, our, our preferred goaltender to start the playoffs is Jack Campbell. Right, it's 100% Jack Campbell to me, and uh, Sheldon Keith came out and, and basically said the exact same thing. He said this is pretty much Campbell. You know, he believes in Campbell going forward. I'm gonna play you a clip that he had today uh, at practice on his comfort level with Jack Campbell being his number one come game one of the playoffs. The game is the same. I mean, you know, the pucks and the traffic and stuff like that, arriving at the net with a little more frequency, perhaps. But uh, a lot of the teams that we play against in our division are, you know, heavy, heavy shot volume, heavy traffic teams. So I don't think, from a goaltending perspective, uh, that that the game changes a whole lot. Right. So he feels completely comfortable. It's the same game. It's the same game where the guy's gone out there. And won 80% of his starts. It's the same game. The objective is to stop the puck. Ain't nobody done that better in the Leafs net than Jack Campbell since probably Curtis Joseph. The last time that the Maple Leafs made it to a Final Four, by the way, was when Curtis Joseph was backstopping the team. So, 
I think now we can be pretty excited about the fact that uh, that that we can now call Campbell the starter going forward. But as for Anderson, like I was getting to before, um, he has rejoined the Maple Leafs. So Anderson is going to be part of this team. Anderson is is. You know, at, at one point when he first went on to LTIR, we had the discussion. Is this the last time that we'll see him? You know, we weren't exactly sure what the injury was. It was very mysterious. There wasn't much going on. And then about a week and a half ago, he came out and spoke to media and was like, hey, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'd like to get a couple of games in before we, we get going here in the playoffs. So he did. He ended up getting a game and a half. So a period, or he got one and a half of games of American League experience just to get game Ready and and here is what uh, Sheldon Keith had to say on Freddie Anderson uh, and his status as of now. Going down and playing at the HL levels was about sort of building up his workload and his and his conditioning and things like that uh, to look to prepare him to you know to to play at the NHL level and I always got some practice time here uh, to go through so you know he's still not uh, not cleared and available to play. Um, at the NHL level here yet. That's the the first thing, and then the salary cap stuff, of course, is a whole other uh, whole other beast that I don't know much about. Well, I think uh, Sheldon. I think the salary cap is the main reason that why Anderson hasn't played quite yet. And there's some been some finicky movement, like Dennis Mulligan was sent down uh, from the practice squad, and uh, there was another move that was made that that leads me to believe that they're trying to accrue that cap space. And I believe I talked about it last week. They're doing some weird movement with the cap. Brandon Pridham working his magic, I think, so that Anderson can get at least one of these next two games, whether it's it's on Wednesday or maybe it'll be on Friday. Get that final game of the regular season in and uh, give, give Campbell the night off. We'll see which night it ends up being, but I would not be shocked if Anderson does get into one game. And... and you know, I like like you said, he hasn't been cleared to. If he's cleared to play some American League games, he's definitely cleared to play some NHL games. So, uh, Sheldon, I don't know you're trying to to kid here. It's clearly uh, 100% cap related, but you know the Leafs they know how to work this cap. So I guarantee you um, that Anderson will get an opportunity here uh, to play. So. Yeah, that that's that's that on the goaltending uh, on the goaltending front and kind of the injury front. Uh, one other little piece of news here in Maple Leafs land that I I talked talked about uh, earlier, but uh, Campbell has been nominated as the Leafs member for the uh, Bill Masterton nominee by uh, by the Toronto chapter of, of hockey writers, and you know the Bill Masterton is is the uh, the leadership and perseverance award. Um, and every team nominates one player, and then from there it goes down to to three, and then you get to choose from there. So I mean, Bobby Ryan has been uh, you know nominated in the past, um, you know, a couple years ago. You had Robin Leonard who who fought back from depression and 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 all that. He came out and spoke about his mental illness and how he was able to to overcome those demons and then become a star goaltender in the league. Had a terrific season and ended up winning the award. So, you know, it's 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 always a, a fantastic story. And I think when you take a look at Jack Campbell and, and you talk about perseverance, you know, this is a guy who even up till now, no one is still believing in him despite his like 800 win percentage as a starter this year even still we're like is he still the starter can he be the starter and you have a lot of 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 people saying nah freddie still has to be the guy and he just doesn't care just keeps battling right through it you know he's somebody who's 
went all the way down to the ECHL as a, a as a, a first round goaltender who went in the first round, I believe tenth, maybe eleventh overall, like a top eleven pick in the NHL draft, and has since gone through hell and back, and is now about to be the starter for the storied Toronto Maple Leafs in the NHL playoffs. The story is there. The story is there. And he's just an absolutely amazing human. Amazing human. Felino was asked about Campbell today. And here's what Felino had to say on the type of person that he very quickly has come to understand what Jack Campbell is all about. He's probably one of the most caring guys I've met um, and genuinely cares about people. And I think that's such a great quality to have. I think that's important, especially in the position that he holds uh, as one of our goaltenders. Uh, you know, you, you want to play for a guy like that. You really do. You can see that this team just plays different when Jackson net. They throw themselves in front of pucks. They keep everything to the outside. They don't leave them out to dry. You know, they make a mistake. They come back and they tell them, ah, my bag, man, we'll, we'll make it up to you. And they go down the ice and score. And they make it up to him. I'm not saying that Freddie doesn't have those qualities or that, you know, they, they don't respect Freddie as much, but there's just something about the way, something about Jack Campbell, the aura that he brings to this team, the the perseverance of him and his whole career, his his positivity towards life, towards himself, towards playing the, the, the game of hockey. Like, he's just, he loves the game. He loves being out on the ice. He loves being with the boys. And he's a great nominee for the Bill Masterton. Um, all right. We'll take one more quick break. When we come back, let's uh, let's go around the league and discuss some of these some of these playoff. Actually, you know what? Maybe I will. Okay. I'm going to save that for, for later in the week um, once the season officially ends because I do want to play that trivia as well later. But there is one other little piece of, of news that I do need to talk about today. Uh, Bill Daly, Commissioner uh, – or um, – Deputy Bill Daly, NHL deputy, came out and basically said that the playoffs could start as soon as this weekend for the American-based clubs. They're all going to be done this weekend. And it's just Canada because of the Canucks COVID situation uh, so late in the year where the Canucks still have, I, I think they're playing right now, but even after tonight, I think they still have like six games to go. So... They're not scheduled to finish until the 19th, the Canucks, the Canucks and Flames. But the fact that the Flames and Canucks are still mathematically in contention to make the playoffs, that all ends if if Montreal wins one of these next two games they have against the Oilers, however. But as of now, they can't come out and say that they're going to start things up before that series ends because the Calgary Flames could technically be in the playoffs. Yeah, even... If the most unthinkable happens, the Vancouver Canucks, it's still mathematically possible. So because of that, uh, the, the Canada, Canada can't get going. The the um, the North Division can't get their playoffs going. But the U.S. based teams, they're all set. Everything's you know seating's done. The games are pretty well finished. I think they're going to be done the next couple of days. And as early as this weekend, Saturday, we could have playoff hockey in the NHL. So. Um, I think later in the week, I'll go over uh, the the matchups that we're going to see, and we'll have some more discussion. But I thought that was really interesting that before 
the playoffs or before the regular season finishes, they're willing to go ahead and get this thing started, which I love. Like, go go for it. We already know there is a possibility that there could be some canceled games and they would have to maybe push some things back. And if that's the case, give yourself the longest runway possible, NHL, and start this thing as soon as you can so you can get this thing finished long ahead of the the uh, the Olympics start in the summer in, in Beijing. Or uh, Tokyo, sorry, Tokyo Olympics. So give yourself that runway and, and start as quick as possible. And it makes sense to wait, but if that is the case, then Canada could start theirs as early as uh, next Wednesday. So next Wednesday, the Calgary and, and, and Canucks game finishes the same night that that happens. If, in fact, uh, Calgary is eliminated I wouldn't be shocked if that same night, next Wednesday, we will see game one in the North Division. If somehow, some way, Montreal flounders, they lose both of their games, and Calgary wins out here, or Vancouver wins out, then maybe they wait a, a day to get things going, or perhaps they could, ah, they probably wait because then the next day they're not going to want to toss another team out there. So they probably end up waiting till the Thursday or the Friday. But regardless, uh, it's 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 exciting. We are so close to the playoffs. Um, we're within like a week and a half away of playoff hockey. All right, we'll take one more quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to play some uh, – I'll tee up the, the trivia for you guys and a uh, fun little thing that you guys can, can play along, some Maple Leafs trivia here on the Locked on Leafs podcast. I got to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar ever. And the new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious. They've got 18 amazing flavors and six brand new flavors that you want to check out. My favorite, cookies and cream. It is fantastic. But they also got caramel brownie, cherry barcia, carrot cake, apple, almond crisp. And that goes along with the other 12 original flavors. And we already know how much I love myself, my peanut butter brownie. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And best of all, the Built Bar is healthy, folks. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy or gal who's looking to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Let me tell you a little bit about the peanut butter bar. It's got 19 grams of protein, just 180 calories, just 5 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams of net carbs. I'm telling you. These bars are healthy, they're delicious, they're amazing. You just got to go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll receive 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online as you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome back to the Locked on Leafs podcast. You want to stop shop for all things Leafs. Mike DiStefano, the host 
of this program. All right, so over the weekend, I hosted a locker room, which is a fantastic little app that I love using to connect with you guys, the listeners. If you haven't joined in on one of these locker rooms yet, um, it is the Locker Room app. You can get it on iOS. I believe they are on on uh, yeah Apple iOS. I believe there is a beta in the works for those who have uh, Samsung, and very soon, if it may actually already be out. I don't have a Samsung, so I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I know that it, they're working on it and it could potentially be out but the locker room app is fantastic you guys gotta gotta come and and join in on the conversation and the fun but it's it just allows me to talk to you guys talk to the fans gives you a voice you know you can get in on the chat i can invite you to speak um and, and you can get your voice heard on the app um, within the, the the locker room um, and the discussions that we have, whether that's chat and Leafs, whether that's chat and life. And uh, in this particular uh, clip that I'm about to play from our locker room, we played some, some Maple Leafs trivia. So it was, uh, you know, some Leafs history, some current name that Leaf type trivia. And then we also had a couple of questions uh, about this podcast. And if you are a longtime listener you might be able to answer a couple of them. Um, if you're rather new, probably not going to know the answer to those, but uh, you'll know some of these answers if you're uh, if you are a a podcast listener, but also just a Maple Leaf fan. You'll you'll know a bunch of them. Um, so I'm going to play that clip for you guys right now, and then uh, and then I'll I'll catch you on the other side and finish up the podcast. For the trivia thing, I, I suppose we could just do trivia. And you guys can try and answer it on your own. I'll give you like five seconds after I finish the question. And if you don't come up with the answer, again, I can't see in the chat, but maybe put put in the chat for everyone else to uh, to to guess or something, or just say it in your head. I suppose you don't want to give the answer away, but um, I'm going to go ahead and just finish up with these trivia questions because you know I, I worked on them. I thought it was going to be a fun little thing to do on the chat. So if you know some of these. Great, hopefully, and if you don't, hopefully you learn something and you can put it put it in the noodle for uh, if you ever are, are doing some Maple Leafs trivia someday, whether maybe you end up on, on Jeopardy or, you know, if you, if you just, for whatever reason, end up doing some Leafs trivia. Uh, all right, let's go with this question first, folks. Um, what coach holds the record for most wins in their first 100 games behind the bench? So I'll give you guys a couple of seconds to think it over. And the answer is Sheldon Keefe. Yes, our boy Sheldon. 61 wins in 100 games for Sheldon Keefe. The win last night put him to 61. He's won 61% of the games that he's played or that he's coached since taking over 100 games ago. Hap Day was second with 58, Pat Burns 56, and Pat Quinn with 55. So Sheldon Keefe en route to being one of the best, most winningest coaches in Maple Leafs history if he can keep up this pace. And let me tell you, I think they've got the roster to do it, right? You've got Matthews and Marner and Tavares and Nylander and Riley. And, you know, you got some some younger players starting to come up like Sandine. You know, this is going to be a good squad. Nick Robertson, Radian Amirov. I think that this team is poised to uh, to have some sustained success. And that first, you know, 61 wins within 100 games, I think that that'll just keep multiplying. And before we know it, he's the winningest coach in Maple Leafs history. All right. Uh, another one of the making history 
category. Who did the Maple Leafs defeat to win their last Stanley Cup back in 1967? So once again, just give you guys a couple of moments to figure it out. And I also just really apologize that I can't see in the chat. And uh, even maybe you guys are hating this, and I don't even know. Maybe I should just have Laura just kind of moderate it for me. <laughs> no, just kidding. Not going to have you do that. All right. So enough stalling. The answer is the Montreal Canadiens. Yes, it was the Canadiens that the Maple Leafs defeated back in 1967. The last time that they hosted Lord Stanley. But I don't think it is going to be much longer before it's back where it belongs. And that's here in Toronto. Not only because it's technically resides in Toronto as its, you know, main home at the Hockey Hall of Fame, but it's going to find itself down at Scotiabank Arena. And I will find myself at one of those Stanley Cup parties when that happens. You better believe it. You better believe If I have to use kind of my Owl's brother, you know, credentials to get into one of those parties, it'll happen. I'll make it happen. Definitely going to do that. All right. Um, next question. Who was the Maple Leafs' first ever European captain? First ever European captain. So Ty got the Montreal one, right? Laura, thanks. I wasn't legitimately saying you should be uh, the moderator, but that's awesome. <laughs> so I can give some props to Ty. So congrats to uh, to Ty, who I know is a big Overdrive fan as well. Um so, yeah, who was the first ever European captain? Matt Sundin. So not that long ago. It took all the way up until the 90s for uh, the Maple Leafs to have a European captain, and it was Matt Sundin. Uh, all right, we already did that one earlier. We did that one earlier. All right, name that leaf. So in this category, Ty, got it again. Good job. Uh, so in this category, this is uh, name that leaf. So these are all current maple leaves. So current maple leaves are the names uh, to the answers of these questions. So the first one, Kyle Dubas has traded for this player twice in his GM career. Kyle Dubas has traded for this player Twice in his GM career. I'm looking for a current Maple Leaf. I'll give you guys a couple more seconds to try and think it through. I know sometimes at the just on the tip of your tongue. All right. The answer is Jack Campbell. Remember last year when he first got here from L.A., there was the big hoopla about how it, Campbell was a guy who Dubas felt comfortable with because he had traded for him back in the OHL with the Sioux Greyhounds. So this is twice now that he has brought Jack Campbell into the organization. And boy, was that ever a fantastic move by Kyle Dubas. Um, just the way that he has played this season, uh, the the person that he is and, and how great he is for the locker room of his team that's really taken a step in maturity this year. Can't help that he's a, can't help but feel that he's a big part of that. So um, Jack Campbell, big time player, a uh, big time uh, Kyle Dubas, or Campbell is a Kyle Dubas supporter. No, Dubas is a 
Campbell supporter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jack Campbell, the answer to that question. All right, next one here for you guys. This current Maple Leaf was acquired in exchange for Greg McKegg. So there was a deal that went down between the Maple Leafs and another team in the NHL. Greg McKegg went the other way. What Maple Leaf came back to Toronto? And here's a hint. We fleeced them. Absolutely fleeced them. So I'll give you guys a few more seconds to try and think about who that may have been. Again, these are players that are currently on the team. The answer is Zach Hyman. Yes, Zach Hyman for Craig McKegg straight up was maybe one of the biggest fleecings in Maple Leafs modern day history. Uh, McKegg has had a serviceable NHL career. I think he, he, you know, he did some, uh, did some, some good things with Florida. I think had a few games for them, but boy, what Zach Hyman has been able to do with this club, um, and the way that he has improved year by year, that was an absolute fleecing and Ty once again, uh, getting the answer right. So Ty, you are absolutely killing this thing. And I wish that I could bring you on, uh, to, to chat and give you a chance to gloat and just hear your story. Because it sounds like you were just a diehard Leaf fan. Next time we do this, I'm telling you, hopefully we don't have these technical issues. But I'm definitely going to get you on um, on this. And maybe I'll get you on the podcast. You know what? Reach out to me on Twitter, Ty. And, and I know who you are, obviously. Um, you know, you're a big supporter of the show, um, both Lockdown Leafs and Overdrive. And if you want, if you're comfortable with it, I'll bring you on Lockdown Leafs and because I've been thinking about starting to do uh, like a fan Fridays is something that I want to start once the off season gets here and bring on some fans who, uh, you know, are, are big time Leaf fans and hear their story. Why are they a fan? Who is your favorite player? How did you get involved in it? What's your favorite Leafs moment? Stuff like that. Uh, so, Ty, you're someone who I want to get on. Uh, you're a big supporter and you are just killing it right now with this trivia. Um, and once again, thank you so much to Laura for letting me know because I, again, can't see the chat. Um, all right. What do we got here? Okay. This, this may be, this may stump you guys because this is, this is in the category long time, first time. So long time, long time listener, first time caller is the category. And uh, this is for those people who have been following the Locked On Lease podcast for quite some time. Um, so let's see if you guys have been longtime supporters of the, of the, of the podcast. And if you can answer these ones, these are tough. I'll admit these ones are tough and I don't, I have zero expectations that people care, uh, care enough to know the answers to these questions. Uh, but here's the first one. Who was my original co-host on the locked on lease podcast? So when we started this podcast, at the beginning of last season, I had a co-host um, who, unfortunately, midway through the year, um, ha- had to step away and uh, had some other things that he had to ha- had to do. A lot on his plate, so I took over, and I've been the the main host ever since, really. And I've just had some some people filter through over the course of uh, of the the last year and a half. But what was the name of the guy who co-hosted with me here on Locked On Leafs? If you are a recent subscriber, 
again, you're probably not going to be aware of, of, of who it is. Uh, but if you've been here since the start of last season, a longtime listener, um, you'll definitely know the answer to this. And I've stalled long enough. Zoobs, Andrew Zuber, the Zubinator, Zoobs. And, uh, you know, he, he was a great co-host. We got along really well. Super passionate um, hockey fan. Also a super passionate wrestling fan. And he has a, a, um, a wrestling show, which he, I think he does it on Twitch, called Wrestling Brain, where they do something like this. They'll do, like, trivia things with him and, and his wife, um, who's also a big-time sports fan. Uh, she writes for the Blue Jays, actually. Uh, Melissa Kudo, you guys may, may recognize uh, that handle. Uh, but Zoobs was a, a good co-host, and I'm going to have to have him on and, and kind of see where he's at and how he feels going into the playoffs with the Leafs uh, already with the first spot racked up and you know with, with a chance to, to do some damage. So I'll have to get him on the show before the playoffs to see where he's at. All right, last question. And again, this one is is – I'll, I'll make it easy, actually. I'll make it a little easier so that maybe somebody can, uh, can actually answer this one. Um, I have had four members of the Toronto Maple Leafs organization on the podcast. Name one of them. You just got to name one former Maple Leaf, whether that's a front office member, a, a, uh, you know, a worker for the team, uh, a player, uh, whatever it is, name one member of the Maple Leafs organization that I have had on the Locked On Leafs podcast. And guys, it should not take you long to know because it was about two days ago I had a, a former Maple Leaf on. So if you just recall or if you listened to the episode a couple of days ago, um, I, I had a, a former Maple Leaf on, and it was a fun conversation, real fun one. And the name of that player was Frankie Corrado. Yes, free Corrado. We all used to scream at Mike Babcock as he sat up in the press box, a young, prosperous, right-hand shot defenseman. Um, amazing. Uh, Chris guessed Darcy Tucker. Nope, not Darcy Tucker. I would love to get Darcy Tucker. Now I'm getting a bunch. Okay, hold on. Why is it now at the end of the show I finally have – I'm getting these messages. And now I'm getting a whole bunch of speaker requests. Oh, this is so frustrating. But no, Darcy Tucker uh, was not the answer. I've had Frank Corrado, who was one. Carlo Koliakovo, who was another. Technically, I had O-Dog on, but the audio got screwed up and we were unable to actually post that one. Uh, I will get him on at some point. Uh, he, he will come on. But Pat Park is another guy who I had on. Obviously, that name's not going to sound too familiar to you guys unless you watched uh, listen to, to that episode in the summer. But Pat Park used to be the, the media liaison for the team. And he also happened to be a, a, uh, a teacher of mine when I was in university. Um, so, you know, he had some cool stories to share about working with the, the team and, and being the media liaison for the Maple Leafs throughout the, the 90s and, and early 2000s up until, I think, uh, up until 2013, he worked with the team, like through the 90s till 2013. So 
uh, yeah, that, that was a really fun podcast. I, I might have to have him on again in the in the summer and see what he's up to. That was a fun podcast. If you can go find it, it's uh, Pat Park. Um, really good dude. Really good dude. So, yeah, Carlo, Corrado, Pat Park are the three answers that would have made you correct. Uh, okay, so I might actually be able to actually do some things here now. Let me see if uh, if this works. So, Ty, I've actually sent you a speaker invite. I'm hoping that it works because I randomly got, like, a couple invites. Ty, it worked. Oh, What's my up? goodness. How's oh, it going? <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for coming and joining me on the, the live chat today. Turns out that you are a, a Maple Leafs uh, diehard because oh, you yeah. were killing this this uh, this uh, trivia. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. This is awesome. No, man, of course, of course. So, Ty, I got to ask you, since you killed the tri- – actually, I do have one more question that I have yet to ask. I'm going right. to ask this one personally right here live and see yep. if you can answer it. All right, let's go. All right, making history. I feel like you'll know this one, but – Oh, no. <laughs> I, Pressure's on now. I, I think you'll know it. All right, Ty, how many team nicknames has the Toronto franchise had? All right, so th- do you mean like like St. Pat's and like – Yep. All right, St. Pat's. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that's what we got. Oh, arenas? Yep. Is there one more? <laughs> yep. <laughs> feel like i should know this one you probably should know this one and and if you if you give up and i have to tell you you're probably going to (laughs) be lying in bed tonight and you're going to be so upset with yourself that i had to tell you (laughs) oh no it's one of those it's like literally right in front of your face and, and it's just it's so obvious that you're not even thinking this is the answer but but it is (laughs) oh man i don't know i don't know the last one Ty, who's your favorite team in the league? Oh, Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> the Maple Leafs Are you... <laughs> is the third oh answer my God. to that question. That time, like, it's literally right in front of you. It's so <laughs> obvious that you wouldn't even think it's the answer. But that is the answer. The arenas, the St. Pats, and the Maple Leafs are the three names that the, the Toronto franchise has had since its inception uh, in the uh, since the original six. So... We'll give you we'll give you that one, and you are uh, you are today's champion when it comes to uh, to trivia. You're a trivia champ here on the Locked On Leafs um, locker room. Great, I, I love that. This, <laughs> this is just awesome experience. All right, so uh, yeah, congratulations to Brandon, who uh, has been a loyal listener to the podcast for quite some time. He joined me on the show. Um, uh, join me on the on the locker room. He's been there for every locker room, actually. So I really appreciate him showing the support. But his, his, he clearly knows his stuff and his Maple Leafs trivia. And if you know your Maple Leafs trivia, make sure that you join me next time we do one. I'll be doing one again uh, later in the week. Just keep your eyes peeled on my Twitter. I usually announce it uh, the day of when I'm going to be doing a locker room, either on my Twitter uh, at Mickey underscore Canuck or on the uh, on the show Twitter at Locked On Leafs. But yeah, we'll be doing a weekly segment not 
I'm not going to do trivia every single week, but uh, probably every other week or, or you know, once in a while as a, as a nice treat, some fun, uh, we'll, we'll do some trivia. But definitely you're going to want to check those out um, and get in on the action, chance to chance to have some, some conversation and discourse yourself, um, you know, as we chat. Some other, you know, all hockey topics, Leafs, you know, some life chats, whatever it is. Uh, we can talk about really whatever we want. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun, though. Allows me to connect with the listeners. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's finish this podcast up here. Uh, thank everyone for joining, um, for listening to today's podcast. I'd like to thank you all for supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked on Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms. I receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show at Locked on Leafs. And I'll be back with another episode tomorrow, guys. Uh, until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.